good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever time it is, wherever you are. Welcome to Living Truthfully, the podcast 2023 and the first episode in Siju how long? Maybe a year. I'm so glad. And you guys have worked at me pressure. Work at me pressure. You're like, Yanni, Amani, where is the podcast? What are you doing about it? I'm sorry, guys. I needed also to, you know, find some me time and uh, figure some of these things out and but i'm glad to be back i'm glad to be doing the podcast and i'm glad that you're there you're listening and we what a beginning of the year it's been with me today i'm i'm any i'm starting with a bang i'm going straight into the deep end there's no <laughs> there's no preamble um I'm just going to share what's, like like this podcast has always been, I'm going to share what's really, truly in my heart. And uh, I hope it resonates with some of you. With me today, I have a gentleman who's a good friend of mine. He's an old friend of mine. He's old <laughs> and he's my friend. <laughs> um, and his name his name is Moi Githinji. Moi is a director at African Children's Choir. Moi is also an adventurous guy. Uh, he's when we're in a room, he's always the guy with the loudest laughter. Him and I are in a group of dads that is mentoring our children actively, our sons actively. Uh, we call it Jaba. Him, uh, him, I, and another like ten dads. Um, but he's also in the same business that I do. He's a team builder as well. Um, all round good guy. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Y. Mwai Gidinji. Thank you very much, man. I really appreciate to be part of this podcast today. And uh, what an honor. It's, it's, I didn't know you actually have been off about a year, but I'm glad that we can be able to do this. And uh, we're all set. Let's do it. I'm very grateful that my first episode is with you because I like talking to my friends. Um, oh, yes, yes, for sure. You know what? You're my good old friend. I'm the good one. You're the old one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know this. I can record this call right now, video. And then what? 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 But I'll take it. Uh, I'm grateful to have some wisdom. Um, and not as much as yours but age has taught me a few things you bet bro thank you so much for doing this um you know when i, I called you about a week ago yes you did and i called you because i was going through a very strange set of emotions and i didn't know how to process them and i called you because you'd gone through this so, yep. so I'll go, I'll go straight to it, and I'll I'll, I'll tell guys what, what what's what's going on. So, about two weeks ago, I lost my house help. Um, her name was, yeah, uh, I'll not say her name, but uh, when I moved to Diani, she was the first person who she actually cleaned my house before I came. I'd never met her, but an uncle of mine had sort of uh, asked her to do it for me, and then she helped me settle down. And over two years, almost two years now, we've developed, you know, a sort of relationship that I think is very unique and to be honest I think unique in a sense that guys usually have a fantastic relationship with the people that help them in the house uh, first first single guys but also generally I think very know, people don't people don't like to say it. I don't think it's a popular opinion but even if you're married as men we live in that same house and 
and these people usually would would take care of us and mine passed away two weeks ago in a road accident a tragic tragic road accident wow and i found myself in grief in a lot of grief mourning like I, i felt like i'd lost such a close friend of mine and i couldn't understand how much this was affecting me and why it was affecting me this much because she's not a family member but she might as well have been you know um and so i called you because you shared with us in that group of dads that i talked about earlier that your family also lost someone who used to work in your family and helped your family tell us that a bit of that story um uh, very very true uh, amani um it's sad to hear what happened to your help and uh, paula sana hope you're able to grieve and heal from the same um it actually happened to to my wife and i and our two boys um back uh february 14th valentine's day the year 2022 i remember it was a kawa morning of course you know how you wake up you of course you ordered the flowers for uh wife and everything just looking ready uh, getting ready for a good day and hanging out later on in the day um i remember the boys were actually on uh midterm that weekend so they weren't going to school that day and um we woke up as usual and uh of course help starts her job in the morning we'd been with her for eight years so her routine was um she was able to run her own thing you know uh, you've been with somebody for eight years it's it's kind of just set out so she knew what to do and uh, we just sit back and uh, she would do her thing and uh, there was no follow up or anything so on that very particular day i remember why i remember so well is uh, because that saturday prior to the monday uh we'd gone uh over to konza my wife my dad uh is putting up a building so we'd gone for groundbreaking or something and uh, we'd carried some nyamchom with us so you know how it is sunday you're out and then uh, monday i was aiming for that nyama because we were to have it for lunch so i remember my one uh, my eldest boy who's uh who was 13 then was going to the friends over for some school project so i dropped him in uh parklands and then uh i happened to call uh our help because uh, i wanted that to make some ugali so we could eat together with the nyamcho mm-hmm. so at home uh, our second born uh who was uh 11 then uh being on holiday of course you know how they stay up late and they wake up much later in the day it must yeah. have gone 11 yeah. but i remember saying hi to our help in the morning at about maybe seven she was doing laundry and getting her thing going but i saw how we chatted and even sunday when she had come from her off off day she was okay she came uh, normally it's her off day so we saw her in the evening she's like yeah that's hi 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 everything how was the day you know the normal routine but yeah. um um fast forward to morning i see her and i go about my shugulis i remember i was working from home because i just moved offices so i was still waiting for a new place to be put together so we were all home my wife as well because she's working from home myself and the boys because i'll meet them so anyway uh so i call home and the first person i call is her and she didn't answer so automatically i call uh, my wife but again even her she was on uh, uh on a phone call mm. for jobo mm. so she didn't answer so i decided let me call my youngest boy because i dropped the bigger boy in parklands so i called my younger boy and i'm like hey dude please tell uh help to work that ugali because that that we came with on sato and she's like he's like ah cool i'll do that so see you guys in a bit i'm on my way back I remember I was driving from Parklands. By the time I was calling, I was already at Kile, that car bypass that brings you back to Yaya. Mm. 
So I cut off and I continue doing my thing as I dash because I had a phone call at about one thirty. When I'm making this phone call, Amani, it's about it's about one o'clock. Okay. So anyway, so me, I'm driving home knowing that uh, things are underway and I'll get home to some freshly, neatly done ugali. Mm-hmm. So he don't go. I see a phone call from my uh, wife and uh, my wife is saying, uh, what? I've gone into the room. I've called help. But uh, she's lying on the bed and she's not answering. And she's kidogo cold. You guy, I thank God that I still kept on to the wheel because that threw me off. Yeah. I'm like, that cold part is what really caught me. I'm yeah. like, Allah, what has happened? You know? So, um, I thought up straight, but at that very moment, I just told uh, my wife to call her sis and mom because they're not too far. And then I started racking my head what to do. So, I called a very good uh, doctor friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, you know what? Where are you at? And she was like, I'm out of town. I'm in Kuruguaya. What did you need? I'm here for a government function until June. I'm like, you know what? One, two, three, four has happened. And uh, this is the situation. She was like, what? Where are you? I said, I'm not too far from. Yeah, yeah, because I was still driving. And she was mm-hmm. like, you know what? Maybe just uh, go to Kilimani Cop Station and uh, let's see how we can pick it up from there. So I call wife and I'm like, you know what? Let me not come home because I won't help much. Let me just go to Kilimani Cop Station and see yeah. how we pick this up. So I drive straight to Kilimani. Um, we at least we know the OCPD. So I call him. He's like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm out. But my number two is there. I just go talk to him. So I get there and I'm telling the guy uh, what has happened. And the guy is asking me questions. Then something hit me. What about calling an ambulance? So I actually looked on the board at the cop station and I saw a couple numbers. And that's when I called for an ambulance. And those guys were like, no, we are at the roundabout of Kenyatta. As I was talking to them, those guys were moving. Mm-hmm. Those guys were home in like seven minutes because we don't live too far from uh, Gong Road. Mm-hmm. So they come in and they're like, um, what shall we try? Check on her. And then um, uh, we'll call you back. Meanwhile, I'm there. The cops are like, you know what? Whatever you can do, make sure that he's taken to Horsey. But as you know, uh, with the medics, especially the guys on the ambulance, they cannot uh, take anybody out of the home until they find a pulse in in her situation. Yeah. So those guys were here for like maybe what? Maybe 40, 45 minutes. That's when they called me back and they're like, dude, I'm sorry, but uh, we lost her. You guy, Yanni, like a call that went down my spine, I just don't know. Because I was like, what? You know, just that whole scenario of not only has she passed on and why did she have to pass on? She was okay. She wasn't sick. Again, it's at home, the kids. And so many thoughts went through my mind. And then again, you know, automatically it becomes a police case. Yeah. Because she's passed on at home. So... Now everything turned and the cops are like, wow, Polisana, but uh, from now this becomes a police case. We have to wait for the cops in charge of a crime scene to come and come home. So I was in there at about 1, 1.30. I was getting home at about 3. By the time those cops came and we did everything, reported, recorded the statements. But anyway, finally we were able to come to the digs. Uh, but this time, at least, uh, remember my one big, uh, my, our firstborn had I dropped him in Parkland, so he wasn't home. And then yeah. secondborn, when she, uh, my wife's uh, sis came, mm. was able to whisk him away just to get him from home and get, uh, you know, cause of what he had seen. And uh, you know, we knew we didn't want him to hang around then. Yeah. So we came back and we started the whole process. But I want you to your money that that was that was major. You know, we'd been with her for eight years, so not only everything like she was like she was family, you know. Um, for our second born, that's the only help that he can remember ever since he was a toy. Yeah. So, 
when you're talking about uh, feeling the grief, feeling the loss, you know, just bearing that news and, uh, you know, it was hard. Even by the time we were calling the family members just to let them know, everybody was like, but we saw yesterday and she was okay, you know. Yeah. So I know what you're saying. So that was the scenario at my end and um, it wasn't the same. And again, now, you know, it just turned from just being <laughs> you dashing home to go and come and did some Mugali to now and now whole thing. Police, the whole neighborhood was in shock. Was one, an ambulance came. The second thing, they have cop cars coming. There's a cop truck coming. You know, it was it was crazy. But um, we're still fully today. It's not even a year yet because it's going to be a year coming. Um, Feb 14th, you know, this year. But I understand and fully, you know, um, feel it with you when you say what you feel about losing your health. Thank you for sharing that story, Maya. And I'm so sorry for what happened to you and your family. Yes. Tell me, did you, I know you, you've sort of talked about how she was a family member for you guys. She'd been with you guys for eight years. Did did you feel, personally, did you feel the loss? Oh, yes, 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 definitely. Because, you know, this is somebody you've been with. And then the setup of our house is in a way where she had her room in the house because it's mm. a three-bed house. And yeah. then we have an SQ. But because of our online schooling and everything, we changed the SQ into an office come classroom. Yeah. So we were with her there. This is somebody that you've woken up every other day of the eight years seeing it uh you know uh talking to every morning crossing each other's path in the house so she was family definitely we'd gotten to know about her mom her family she had a son and two daughters in high school you knew her so the fact that you are like oops she is not with us so we won't see her again you know it's like losing a member of your family so definitely yes we did really really felt it you know what? What was strange for me was feeling the the the, the sadness that I was feeling was. That's uh, true. I, I found it strange. Okay, yes, you you you've lost someone, but we don't typically acknowledge our attachment to yes. the, to the people who work for us. You know, um, the, I think the only time I see, and usually it's in a joking manner, is what they call the transfer window. In December, <laughs> when, when when the house helps go, when the house helps go to you know on holiday, shags. yeah, to shags, yeah, and, and then you and don't, don't know you don't know if they're gonna come back. That's when you know there's some attachment to to to, to, <laughs> to the housey. Mine was actually a temp. She didn't live with me, you know. She didn't live in my yeah. house. She she didn't come every day. She came twice a week, um, you know. But sometimes I'd. I'd leave her to take care of my dog when I travel. Um, yeah, she had she had full access to my house. In some ways, she was the keeper of my secrets. And <laughs> dude, very I, very true. I felt the loss so deeply. Because mm. that so was the same thing. Because you see, she'd been there with our kids ever since they were young, and now they're all grown up. I remember about four years ago, to our our youngest decided that we needed to get a dog, just to a pet dog. Mm. And I'm telling you, our help and that dog bonded. You'd have thought she's the one who asked for that dog, and like our second born, you know. Wow. So she was there. She would make sure. Man, I'm telling you, she was so good with it. At times, if you came home and you were not in and found the dog's food cooling on the cooker, you'd have served that food. It was that well done. Wow. You know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, I know at times we've taken trips with my wife and we've gone. The time actually we went for a whole 
almost uh, seven, eight days out of the country and we left her with the toys and everything was okay. So this is somebody that you're even entrusting your own children with. So the bond was there, you can't deny, you know. So definitely. Then again, that particular day carried its own uh, sorrows. But remember that we picked up from there because now we had to go all the way up country, meet with the family, explain to them what has happened. Again, go another day for the preparations, and again go yet another time for for the actual funeral. And uh, it was just a whole like almost uh, eight days in there where. You know, you carried the, the 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 heaviness of heart and the burden of the loss, and you know, for sure it was not easy, and still is until you know. Even I know, just thinking through and uh, reminiscing between today and that time, you know, it still brings that flash of uh, you know she's gone, and it's it's not easy. You know, what's crazy is that uh, you know my my housey has her foot, footprints are everywhere in this house and how she arranged the kitchen and how she arranged the bedrooms the yes. living room she's the one who knew where everything was i'd call her to find out you know if something moved from where i, I expected it to be she should be the, the the person i call uh, and so it's and, and why i'm saying this it's not because of the work but because you actually feel the presence of the person in your yes. house based on the work that she did so my, my question for you is how has your how have you and the family sort of worked towards healing from this um of course it wasn't easy because um one we had a mention of her name like every other day even now her room used to be called by her name because she'd been there all this time yeah so what we did is thank god that my wife is an interior designer and um we were able just to remove everything from the room and uh, got rid of uh, the bed and stuff in there. And then we actually even had to paint the whole entire house just to give it a new feel and look, especially because of the young guy who had seen her there in that state. So yeah. just to try and turn around things. And then even for us, by the time, because again, we still have the young men with us and there's a way you still need somebody to be around just to help. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't easy getting somebody and uh, you know times were like Ay, she's not doing it like so and so even this one is not like so and so so it wasn't easy but we thank God that he's given us um, um, uh, there was uh, enough time for us to heal and uh, uh, try to move on luckily we got a very good day bug so we decided that even now that the boys are a bit older we want them to start taking more responsibility so we agreed with wife that uh, we'll settle more for a day bug and just trying to cut down even that other attachment because the other one was way, way too much. You know, she was there with us every single minute, second hour of the day. So it's helped uh, healing. Of course, we still have a few flashes at times. And then again, the funny thing, Amani, mm-hmm. is the day bug we got was sharing the same name with the other one who departed. Oh, no. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't make it any easier. <laughs> they make it any easy, but we've, we've healed over the last several months, which is about 10 months now, no, about 11 months now. And, uh, you know, just to, to a place where we still are in touch with the family, we actually picked up uh, helping the firstborn son who's doing uh, medicine out in uh, university in Western Kenya. So the bond is still there. So we were like, let us help this young guy to be able to stand on his feet. And then in return, he can help the other two girls and the entire family once he lands a good job. Wow, and I commend you for that. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, I mean, we, we, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, but let me let me just warn you: if the person yeah. you've taken on as a debug is a good person, don't think the attachment will be any less. No, right now, actually, can I tell you one thing? Mm-hmm. We are at a place where that actually the one who came to help 
came in uh, recommended by one of our friends mm-hmm. and uh, she did a good job and then now she got pregnant and had to leave so she brought us another one of course i can tell you when the one that has come in there's already attachment because you know she's she's um she's taking her job seriously she's thorough she's not in a rush until we're like whoa okay here we are so definitely there's also another attachment actually coming up like now uh i know wife has had to share her with her sister whenever maybe they didn't have a help or anything she's already getting into that space again to the family where it's to be family <laughs> you know you know why i thought it was important to have this conversation yes first of course because the grief and the loss is real because i've experienced it and That's and true. and i wanted to be able to to share this from a dude's perspective That's true but you know the other thing i wanted to do is to humanize the people that work for us That's true you know when the the words that we use to describe house helps you know like mbot you know it, it yeah. they, they don't really give the human value That's true. Mm-hmm. of the person that is working with us you know That's true. Mm. but to be honest these people they really do make our lives better they really do affect our lives positively they make our lives easier they're human yeah. they have the same needs we have the same aspirations we have and yes. and for me this has become even much more of a reality now and yes that she's departed that she's departed and i i i hope i've treated the people who worked for me well I, i i i don't think i have <laughs> i have extremely bad stories uh, shared about <laughs> me i hope so, i hope so i hope so and mm-hmm, if, and if mm-hmm. i did not treat you well please forgive me call me we shall make amends but <laughs> you bet. But, but i think it's important for us to humanize these people and mm-hmm. say, you know your housey maze is your <laughs> is is a grounding factor You can, by the way let me tell you a money what what I understood one time is I remember we were taking a parenting class with my wife some years back and you'll realize that as as you know we people we have career people we have people working in corporate we have people doing business we have people who are all over the place the people who are spending most time with your children mm. is your house help yep so the way you treat them the way you interact with them really matters because you you are home with your kids okay and in the morning maybe for about two hours but then they're waking up and you're dropping them in school and then the whole entire day you're gone you're reporting back to home in the evening you're with those kids for another maybe three four hours and then they go to bed but your house has been with those kids almost eight hours a day yep you know so definitely they are humans definitely they are they play a very major role in the in our families and in the bringing of our kids and just being there to make sure that you know your everything is done it's done well the ironing be it the house cleaning whatever it is and that uh as you said then we need to we need to appreciate them we need to re- remember that they are human beings they need to be you know part of uh part of our lives and treat them as as family and treat them well and yes. treat them as family bro yes. I, i don't even think there's more we can say about the story <laughs> But I want it's to say, sad, but I think something we really we we it's something that um we took time to just think through and just said you know what we really want to appreciate anybody who comes and it's the same thing even with the other guy maybe our gardener or the guy who's out there at the gate who's keeping watch you know just these people who are out there helping you there's um they may not mean uh they may not be more vocal about it but they are part of our lives every other day of our lives a very light right and thank you for highlighting that because over here there's a nakamze aka can old mzee who takes care of our gate or oh, is not that old yes. but yes he's the most pleasant guy 
our night <laughs> our night our night guard is the most pleasant guy yes. today as i came in in the evening there's we have the new moon today you can see the crescent of the new moon outside uh-huh. and uh he's muslim so i've always seen that crescent as a symbol of islam and i talked to him about it and he was telling because mm-hmm. he's a muslim as well and he, he, you know we were discussing its symbolism and things and he was so gracious in explaining it to me Yes. Um, which is very true of his personality. And to be honest, yeah. I'd hate to lose that guy because he makes my evenings great every time I'm coming home, you know. He's, yeah. he's hilarious, he's courteous, he's you're right, they are human and we need to yeah. we need to treat them with that Actually, with that sense and level of humanity. Yeah, we definitely need to do that. And even as guys, we have a day guard. It's only that we had, because uh, in our court, we have some two offices, two houses that are offices. So yeah. some guys came in and like, no, we need to change, change everything around and uh, get rid of these guys and bring a company. But I was like, you know what? It's true you want to do that. But don't forget, it's me who brought this young boy. And I brought him here about eight years ago. That guy today has been in an, an integral part of my family because he used to play with the kids when they were young. Yeah. Right now, when us guys have to travel, we don't have to think of even taking our dog at it to a uh, you know those kennel places yeah. where you have to go leave your dog for like a week or so mm-hmm. this guy says no I'll be there I'll take care of the dogs he's left with the food he takes care of the food he tends you know he's his family mm. you know and you, you, you can't a day can't go without you planning and doing and, and mentioning his name even when we're not around and the toys are alone like now because we are doing debug yeah. is at times I'm like you know what can you let me send you to quick mart go pick something for me or from whichever store it is do something so they are part of our lives we can't do without them so I think just appreciating them and just knowing that they are part of our lives and our uh, family that is what we can do that's the least we can do for them you know my your first uh, act of kindness this year was yeah. to validate my emotions Thank you. <laughs> you bet. You the, bet. Your second kind of, act of of kindness was to accept to have this conversation with me. I'm very You're very, most I'm very You're very most welcome. You know what? It really hit me because the other day too my my cousin's very good friend um their help was not feeling well on a Sunday afternoon uh, evening. Mm. They told her to go lala the morning they woke up. You know how it is when you're preparing your kids to go to school and everything. Yeah. And she was feeling issues like okay you just wait there. We're going to take you to hospital on our way to taking the kids to school. And they took her to hospital and uh unfortunately she didn't make it but that oh, by the time they're taking her from third floor for, to fourth floor she's going to go get some x-rays and everything they lost her and the first person they said is the boy we call moi because moi seems to <laughs> have had the same thing so unfortunate you know i'm but, glad but yeah i'm bro, glad to share that and i just told them you know what it's it's, it's not your fault and uh cops will come in they'll do whatever they have to do just share it as it is and just remember that that person had a family and they were able thank god for us at least our help was not fast you're just from a chakos this one's their help was from kitale and you should have seen what they did for their family and they went and they were there with them and you know it just turned out to be a celebration so wow. it's true like you're saying these people are part of our lives and all we can do is uh is uh appreciate them and let them know that uh you know they are part of our lives and we appreciate them Dude, the, uh, my work is done here. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much, Amani. Thank you for what you do in highlighting these uh, stories and uh, putting them in a podcast. We appreciate it. You know, big time. But, you know, we couldn't have been where we are today and uh, with things going online like this, I know and pray that it can go across to so many other people and that people may just know where we come from and where we stand. And, you know, it's those small things in life that matter. It's, life is not all about uh, wealth and money and whatever you have. It's that which you do.
for these guys. That, you know, true. making that's them true. a part of your life and just appreciating them. That's true. Thank you, bro. And thank you for being such a cool uncle to my kids. I look forward to seeing you in the next Jabba next month. You you bet, Wana. We've missed you. And uh, thank you. It was great seeing you in the end whenever we were there last. And uh, we'll plan visit again. But thank you for what you're doing. I appreciate it. And uh, let's keep this burning up in uh, 2023. All right. Thanks, bro. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Moeg Dinji. And uh, I know this was a difficult conversation to start at the beginning of the year, but it is what it is and this this podcast is what it is it's uh, authentic we talk about what's happening now real time and we're real you thank, bet thank you my thank you guys for listening god bless you have a happy 2023 i pray that all your dreams all your desires despite what is being pro- uh, projected for this year that will come to pass i pray that you're productive and i can't wait to see what this year brings for you for me you bet and for all that do this podcast god bless query